This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 36. Snow watch in effect for the region, 5 to 10 centimetres expected with a high minus 15, but will feel like minus 29. Clouds tonight, flurries, local squalls, 10 centimetres expected with a low of minus 18, but wind chill make it feel like minus 27. Flurries ending tomorrow afternoon, then cloudy with a chance of flurries and a risk of squalls later on in the day, 5 centimetres expected, a high minus 7. Saturday, sunny high minus 22. Valentine's Day, sunny high well, minus that's a sneak look at my weekend, and as I look out the window now, it's really starting to snow quite heavily. Well, welcome back to the show, and if you heard in a recent episode where I was complaining about the lack of snow, that's all about to change because the weather is going to keep us inside for the next few days. So here's the plan. We have some friends coming up from the city, so Saturday I'm going to make my famous winter lasagna and Caesar salad. We'll light the fire and open up some nice reds. A great lasagna feast is the perfect idea for a weekend like this. In fact, I'm that happy about this recipe, I'd like to share it with you, and you can download it in the show notes for this session. To get it, all you need to do is scroll to the bottom of the show notes and look for Ray's Winter Lasagna. And I can't wait to hear how it turns out for you. Okay, there's a lot coming up, so make sure you do two things. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, and if you haven't done so already, sign up for my free ebook at topagentsplaybook.com. I had such a great time catching up with Emmy Thies. She's got so much amazing energy, and I think you're really going to love this interview. Emmy is a rising star in real estate land, and the business she owns with husband Ty in Toowoomba, Queensland, has just been named in the top 50 real estate businesses in the country in the Real Estate Business Awards. I'm sure you'll agree that's a mighty effort. Okay, let's do it. Well, Emmy Thies, welcome to Top Agents Playbook. How are you doing? Good, thanks, Ray. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning to you. I know it's uh, super early in in, in Toowoomba. Um, I'm not sure how early it is compared to where you are in Toronto. Uh, it's about five thirteen at night, so uh, oh, coming up to dinner time, <laughs> and snowing like crazy here. So, uh, and as a, as a, as we were talking before I press record, I've just bought a new snowmobile, so I'm very excited about taking that out and taking it for a, it for a drag. Absolutely. Can we start? with a little bit of your backstory because uh, everybody's been telling me I've been hearing so many stories about how awesome you are and your dynamic energy and driving the business and and I'm sure everybody's keen to to learn more. Can you just tell me um, how you got to where you are? Of course, Ray. Thank you. That's a big intro. I guess um, <laughs> I don't have a story that that's special. I know there's other people that have probably done the same thing. It's just been a lot of gutso and hard work. But Five years ago, um, coming on six when I was 23, we decided to open a real estate company in a city called Toowoomba, which is about an hour and a half from Brisbane. Now, we is, sorry to interrupt, we is Ty and yourself? Yes, so Ty, my husband and I. Ty was an accountant before and um, I was working as a property manager, so we'd never actually sold um, an asset, even ourselves. So we never sold a property when we opened our doors, which was pretty exciting. And we went for a couple of, well, I went for an interview because the business I was working for um, had been sold and the company it got sold to, I um, I didn't want to work with and I wasn't in a financial position at 23. Um, with my previous history, like studying and, and doing um, property management to be able to afford to buy it. So, yeah, I went for an interview or a couple of people called me and I went for a few interviews and I thought, wow, if this is um, going to be the environment that I'm going to learn how to sell people's biggest asset that you get one chance at, I don't feel really comfortable. So we did something crazier and went, you know what, let's um, let's do our own thing. So we Googled a building and um, we needed, you know, a substantial amount of money. 
which um, we didn't have any bank like backing or bankroll to right. do. Right. So we wrote a pretty cool proposal for the bank, and they didn't give us what we wanted. We wanted like three hundred. They gave us four nine, so forty nine thousand. Okay. Not even 50, 49. So we <laughs> got on online and bid and went crazy and opened the doors four weeks later with, an, with the brand. So four weeks was the turnaround to, okay, the business is being sold, we don't have a job, to we're going to be self-employed. Let's buckle up. Yep. Okay. So, so fast forward in the journey a little bit to <clears throat> last November when you became part of the Coronas Group. Yes, yeah, it's been a really exciting um, year for us. That year, 2015, we're able to dominate our position in the marketplace as number one. Yep. We've had really good rent roll growth, just shy of 500 properties organically. And we met with Andrew Cronus and Karuna Dimlo from the group um, that year. And we met with him a couple of times just to get a really good feel. But I remember our first initial meeting when Andrew came to office in Toowoomba and within a few minutes, well, probably 30 seconds, we were both joking around. There was a few swear words thrown around. I thought, hey, these guys are authentic. We're on the same page. Yeah. So we then had them meet with the entire company. So they met with everyone in our business and we had a discussion together and then decided this is the right move to go with, particularly from a growth point. We were a very flat structure with Ty and I and everyone in our company. And with this business, there is so much opportunity for growth and wealth creation and a big player in the market as a team environment. So the fit was magic and it's 10 weeks in now. Okay. All the systems are rolled in. There's been a few tweaks and um, we're full steam ahead. And you've got the yellow logo happening on your office and everything, yeah. I'm sure. So actually, 2nd of November. So after we formalised everything, two short weeks later, it happened. So all the branding, every single sign. So you know, hundreds of boards in the marketplace were all changed over in a 24-hour period on the 2nd of November. So it was like blue and white. Um, was the heritage and the history, and then we went to black and yellow, and um, it's been incredible ever since. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I'll I'll just mention now that uh, I have recently interviewed Andrew uh, for this podcast, and I'll include a link to his interview in the show notes as well. So um, if anybody would like to uh, hear a little bit, it's actually a really interesting interview, and Emmy, you and I were talking about Andrew just before. He's just got great energy uh and is just such a dynamic force in the industry, not just in a, not just in Queensland, but in Australia. He's got so much going on and uh, so much good content in that interview. Um, one of the things that I liked, and I know this is about you, but um, just getting off topic for one sec, one of the things I liked is that a Corona uh, salesperson is earning like up to four times industry average, which, which is awesome. So there must be something going on uh, in the group. There is. There's just incredible vision towards minimum standards and supporting people. So it's not about, you know, you're just a salesperson. It's progressing people's careers. And I think that's why we're so captured by him and his vision and that company and our company now being part of it because that is absolutely their belief system and they're making it happen. You see people transition in that business and it's um, absolutely mind-blowing yeah. like from their training centre to all their other add-ons with their own legal team and conveyancing and finance arm it's it's really powerful I think it's something that well it's definitely something that no one else has done and you know Andrew puts his whole heart and soul into it and I think that's why the business is where it is and where it's going with all the other people bringing it along and it's such an exciting time to to be involved in it really um, from your point it of view is. as well it's a, we're very privileged to come in at this time and we feel grateful um, to have access to those people, like the actual group and those connections. I think that's the thing that really engaged us is, it, you know, Ty and I as small business owners, we definitely built an incredible business, but to parallel and project to that next level, um, there's got to be some, I guess, level of 
um, ownership in the market and across Queensland and with the international and everything that's happening, yeah, it's just an absolute fast propelling business with really good structure. So it's a, it's a no-brainer if they keep engaging the people they're engaging and we keep growing them like we do. Um, it's yeah, an absolute formula for success and it's exciting and um, I guess happy too. Like it's it's family. It doesn't feel like a big corporation. Yep. Even though they're like four hundred people, yeah. <laughs> nearly yeah. four hundred. So, yeah, that's it. That is exciting. I want to ask you about the structure of your business in a sec, but first, uh, and let me spring this on you: Can you tell me about mm. your numbers, like volume of sales and gross commission, etc., for say the last year? I'm talking about your business yep, so in general. Yeah, personally, for the company. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd yep, like to talk about a... I'd like to talk about you in a sec because I want to I want to unpack that. Yeah, of but can we just talk about your business? Yeah, of course. Um, well, we've just actually got some information back from REB for the top fifty officers. So we've been invited to go to Sydney on the 11th of February to hear where we place, which is a big thing for such a um, small amount of time to get into top fifty because you know how rigid their assessment is. Yep. It's based on productivity and market share and volume. There's so many factors. So just to be even included in 1 to 50 across Australia for us as Toowoomba Regional Centre is awesome. Yeah. So we can't wait to hear where we place. Even if it's 50, I'll be just so bloody grateful. Well, Excuse something me to, to, something to, to say, isn't it? In top, top 50 nationally. Yeah. But yeah. And just, so what and sort of volume do you need in, to do so. in, in dollars to, uh, to, uh, to earn that right? So... Yeah, I think there's lots of things they assess on, but you've still got to be at a, a minimum level. So monthly um, turnover, 15 mil. I'm not sure what their banks their benchmarks are, right. but we look at that as a minimum. Okay. Um, That's and then 15 the mil for us because in the value of property in, sold? Yes, yep, okay. that's correct. Yep. And because our fee is a little bit um, less being in a regional area, like our average sale price is around 300 we try and target the four to seven market. Um, average fee is about 10 Right. So we've got to do the volume. Like I think um, in my second year I did 120 sales in the year to be able to meet over the million quota. Okay. Um, and a lot of our agents, like our top agents, are in the 500 plus right. and then our rookies are sort of around that 300 Okay which is good in um, in gross fees and we've got a couple of people riding over the one, which is good. So in, so terms in my last 12 months, I kind of brought that back. So I halved it. I did 1.3 and went back to just over 600. Okay. Um, and this year I'm in the process of ramping it back up because we're in growth and support phase, like establishing a lot of new people in our business that had never sold. So we didn't have really established agents ever with us gotcha. in five years. Yeah. So that's a, a lot of training and a lot of support and a lot of energy getting people, I guess, in a position where they feel confident and they can go out there and win and they've got the skills straight away rather than waiting to skill them up or putting them through a process that takes a long time. Okay. It's um, like supercharging it. And that's what Cronus does as well, which okay. is great. So your personal numbers, do you, do you? Uh, I'm, I mean, I know you're a principal of the business, but you're listing and selling as well? Yes. You're on the board? Yep. So yeah, yep. I'm definitely, I haven't um, done generating for quite some time. I've just worked off referral clients, right. which I know sounds horrific because that's definitely not what we practice or preach. Um, but it was really just to get everyone established to, to, I guess, their best level they could get to and then jump back onto, um, you know, working as a salesperson as well. So I've always had a right-hand person, like a PA that's helped me, um, whether I've been writing 1.3 or my comfortable 700 that I'm at at the moment. So okay. I'm excited to shift that up a notch this year. Okay. With Ty, my husband, jumping in to really lead the business. He's always doing that with an accounting background, but really, I guess, smarts and street smart together. The team feels supported that they can chat to him and 
he's always giving feedback and ideas for them. So it gives me the freedom to actually go, oh, I can jump on and do this because in the last, I guess, 24 months, it's been all about growing that business and creating opportunities for people in the business. That's still the big goal. But now that we've got such a supported structure with Cronus and everything's centralised through head office, you know, we're not spending two days on payroll and um, accounting projects and implementing things. We've got people in all different areas that do that. So you've got marketing people, you've got IT people, you've got development people, um, you've got accounts. So it's a very big place to, you know, a big space to play in, which is amazing. We're just getting grasped with all of that bedding in now. Yeah, so you can focus on, I guess, your dollar productive actions rather than rather than all the admin 100%. and compliance and stuff like that. Yep, exactly. That That is the biggest kicker. And I guess, you know, leveraging other people and their knowledge and sharing as a group, like you wouldn't need to go to any professional development just with the people already in the business. We still will and the business is big on that. So Coronas, us as a group, does train like crazy. Um, but it's just awesome that there's knowledge already there that we can access. I think that's what we're excited about. We've really found our feet the last... Um, couple of weeks and now we're full into the processes it's like wow this is actually straightforward let's just take it and run so we're not scared of doing the hard work we're certainly used to that it just makes the hard work a lot easier i bet i bet (laughs) yeah now um now maybe don't don't mention to ty that i asked this question but uh yeah he he was formerly an accountant does he have a sense of humor he does. He races motocross. So does he? Okay. Racing dirt bikes. Yeah, nine years ago. I would have never met him. He was never in any circle that I knew. Um, and I decided to get into racing dirt bikes really late, like 20. I'm a loser. I can't believe I'd never ridden a motorbike till I was like 20. So, um, do you still do it? it? Yeah, we still do. We actually just got, don't tease me, we just got some new Husqvarna's. I'm a Honda girl. I like my CRF 250s or 450s, but he loves his Gosh. Um, he loves his Huskies because they're just a better setup, a Euro bike, and they're a little bit dearer, but not that much for quality, and they ride well. So he just bought a 350 and a 250. So he's in the process of training, getting fit because we kind of put that on hold for a while. Now we're getting a bit older. We're not 23 anymore. We're like, let's get into this. So yeah, I love it. It's, are they really um, stupid question? Are they electric yeah. start? They are yeah, right because I've got a start. I've got a Husqvarna <laughs> I've got a Husqvarna chainsaw Emmy, and I can't start the bloody thing. It drives me <laughs> mental. You are like every other person. They always say that. I said, I'm embarrassed. Why do we get freaking huskies? Get huskies, get the jet bikes. But um, they're, they're an awesome bike. And I've just started doing, um, well, over the last few months anyway, um, my helicopter license, which has been good. That's something I've wanted to do for a while. So, oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, it's really wow. fun. Yeah. No, it's good. There's, um, there's a lot of structure now, so we've got time to do what we want to do. And it's like anything, get in, do what you need to get done and get out and enjoy your life. You know, it's a lifestyle property and real estate is a real lifestyle, but you can create um, free time and, and gaps um, in that for you to do the things that you want to achieve as well. I think I've looked at every business. I've looked at everything all the time. Property's all I've done, but I just see there's, yeah, there's so much growth and opportunity in it. It's amazing and it's a privilege to be able to have a job like that yeah. without having to study for four years. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It is, isn't it? It is. It's such it's, an amazing thing. I mean, you can, oh, you've got to, to be a doctor or a lawyer, you've got to go away um to, to uni for five years, yeah. not to mention spend tens of thousands of dollars and end up in debt. Uh, and then you've still got to prove yourself. We can prove ourselves straight away. Yep. Invest, you've still got to definitely invest money in knowledge. Like yep. I'm huge on spending money on professional development so that you're upskilling and just opening your mind. Um, but, yeah, it's incredible. Obviously, respect, so much respect to people that are professionals with that that kind of knowledge. Of course. You know, they're saving lives. Doctors, I often make that joke in property, guys, let's really look at the situation. We're not, no one's died. Where do we sit? 
it's we're human. Think people are highly strong, but where are we actually sitting here? Let's get real on what the outcome is. Yeah. So that's yeah. often something I reference to. I'm like, if we're not that incredible, we certainly can do extraordinary things and make really good money for people. But um, we're not. It's we're not talking life or death. <laughs> Be, before we move off the bikes, um, just for the show notes, would there be any chance you could send me a photo of you uh, yeah. and the bike? Yeah, for sure. Would you mind? Yep, I'll send you. Send you a couple of pics, yeah. Awesome. I'm definitely not I'm not fast. I'm not a No, top, just send me a still racer, so we can certainly have a good go. Yeah, that's awesome. That's uh yeah. that's really exciting. Okay, um I was gonna ask you about the structure of of the business. So Yes. You and Ty are the principal owners. How many on your team? So our team just sits under thirty at the moment. There's twenty seven of us. Okay. In total. We've got a growth plan we need to recruit um, some more people this year. We're big on recruitment. We've had really good growth with people over the last five years. Right. So that's still on the agenda, which is exciting. So um, 27, any property management or, um, or all sales or what's going on? Oh, yes. So the breakdown with our PM team is that we've got two PMs with full-time PM assistants, so senior property managers and then two assistant property managers, yep. all as, as skilled as each other but different role sets. We've got a full-time leasing consultant. We also have a full-time BDO, so business development, um, and that's the team for property management. Okay. And yep, in, so in the sales six. team, how many active in the field? Um, six. Six okay. selling agents yep. and um, nearly all of those bar two, so four agents working with um, PAs. Okay. So, you know, buyer manager, split PA role, so dual role. Because like previously we would normally have a pot of three if you're, you're working over that sort of a million dollars yep. just to make sure everything's really supported <clears throat> and clients are really well serviced. But with the corona structure because the admin is so strong and there's so much that as a company we provide to our team with administrators that roles are done for them. So all their pointers are put up, all their open times, um, valuations attended, building and pest. So there's a key person that does all of that, I guess, not low value. It's very important stuff but um, separate non-dollar return. It's nurturing it through. It's not actually returning income. So someone that looks after that so they can work with just one person, um, okay. which is good, and they're not under under pressure with that. So, and this is yeah, all we're part often, of the chrome structure, yeah. We right. actually we had a meeting on um, Wednesday last week saying, oh, my gosh, we're actually going to um, have time for our um, buyer manager and um, PA to actually do generating stuff as well, like prospecting and generating because they're so freed up with, you know, two or three days a week with our um, sales cadet who runs around and does all our building and pest and vowels. So oh, I see. Awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a really cool structure. It, depending on where you sit as well and what numbers you want to push to, and what type of properties you're selling. So if you need two people at an asset rather than one, um, then you may need that third person. Just depends on what market you're focusing on. So gotcha. Yeah, but I've found definitely a um, a level of freedom and free time, more free time in your week with the Corona structure rather than what we're running before, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if somebody's listening to this and they're not in real estate, but they mm -hmm. might be thinking about getting in real estate, they, they do it. You'll love it. Live, live in and around Toowoomba. But if they end Come up and talk to me. If Come they end up in an interview <laughs> with you or Ty or both of you or how, however you work it, yep. what are you looking for in in I know it's a bit of a loaded question, but what are yeah. you looking for in a in a potential team member? Yeah, recruit. Well the biggest thing we do is like Ty and myself or both of us, normally it'll be both of us, we'll make time to meet with that person because obviously we really value their time and that first meeting is so important to get a feel for each other. Um, if you're on the same path and we can help them achieve what they want to achieve. 
then after that they meet with the entire team which is great after that then we have a discussion and they come into our business or they don't so it's not just us making the call because culture is so important to us that the right people have the right fit um and like i believe everyone's qualities are very different in property particularly if you're an agent role your style can be so different you can still be really successful at building a big business within a business but there has to be some kind of, I guess, internal drive that you really want to help people. Because what I learned really early is the more people you help in this business get what they want, the quicker you get to your goals. So of it's course. really, it's it comes down to helping people connect and being a professional problem solver. Yep. You're paid a premium to, to solve problems. And if you're exceptionally good at problem solving, you can think on your feet, you've got great energy, you really want to do something to, to move people and help them, then this is certainly the business for you. If you're not prepared to, I guess, move outside of the normal um, work hours or you've you've come from an environment where it's really structured with time, you can still create that. But I promise you there are so many times in your first year where you're going to blow out and spend so much time on your business because you're getting a direct return for your time and it'll propel you a lot quicker to to getting great referrals and, and building an amazing network where you're the agent that goes above and beyond and delivers an experience that is incredible and people rave about it. It's a quick way to build um, raving fans without stuffing it up. Just authentically think in your mind, how would I want to be dealt with and return that service the same? And think about the detail as well, you know, what you expect. Little things do matter and mistakes happen. There's going to be go-wrongs. There's going to be things that happen and you've got to address that and sort it out quickly and, you know, address what you need to do and then step on to the next thing. So I don't think it's going to be perfect, um, but that's kind of a really big explanation of what we look at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, that's great. Where Can you give me some examples like your current team? Um, what were they doing in, in their former lives before before awesome. they started working with you guys? That's a great question. So um, Erin Poole was selling wedding dresses and designing them and um, she's only 23 turned 24. Um, she's been in the industry three years and in her first six months wrote half a, um, over half a mil, which we helped her, which is was she great your, builder. Is she your prodigy? She was, she was, yeah, she was my right-hander, which was okay. amazing. We spent a lot of time together early yep. on in the business when yep. we were running around just building a business and working in a business, which was incredible. Um, and I'd well, recently we've had our first established agent join us, which is really exciting, Damien Borger um, from another agency. Okay. So he's come on board and he's doing amazing things. He's only been in about 16 weeks. So he's really setting everything up for his year to, to make a significant mark. Um, Brian Baker, he was an established business owner before. Um, Ross Glass and Tara Glass, so same industry, sales, retail, wedding. I, I like people that are salespeople in, the, in their past life. They've got um, ability, I guess, to create energy around the transaction and around building the relationship. And Ross owned a furniture business, manufacturing big business, and sold that. Um, Matt Jesse, he was previously in car sales. So I actually met him to buy a car and then decided not to buy the car. And then he still linked me in to buy a car from another, like a totally different brand from somewhere else. I remember dropping a carton of beer off to him and just saw him around town a few times and just had a chat. And um, I'll never forget the day we sat down and actually had a formal chat. I'd just been mountain biking in the afternoon and <clears throat> I wasn't dressed in work attire at all and I just said, like, are you happy? What's happening? And um, he's been on board with us now just over two years and doing really amazing things. He's from a standing start, all those people standing start. Um, yeah, my brother, Tim, he used to be a diesel mechanic, so he's been with us uh, 16 months um, and he wrote just shy of 300 in his first year. Oh, he had fantastic. a lot of skills to learn, like a great persona but so different to a workshop environment that's pretty intense. Um, and working in a really 
interesting um, market that's very low value. So you have to do a lot of transactions to to build the numbers and they're really good quality salt of the earth people. So, you know, there's no sales talk there. You've got to really deliver on what, what we're spending, where we see value. Kind of like I think of Aaron Shine's, Shine's Mount Druid, like yep. a similar market. That's yep. what we threw him into. So yep. tough lug being my brother. Yep. He's certainly um, still on his own two feet really well. Um, who else can I think of that's got not industry background? Yeah, so no one except really Damien and Brian. Okay, industry okay, background. interesting. Yeah. Well, sh- thanks for sharing that. I mean, like I said, anybody listening to this, uh, I'm sure would be interested to learn if they end up face to face with you guys what uh, uh, what you're looking for. Um, yep. Do you think people can be trained, Emmy? Do you think 100%. it's you do? Yep. You don't oh, like definitely. it's. I mean, you've got to have you the. Know, you got yeah, to have the uh, basics to work with, I, I guess, yeah. initially. But, but yeah. how how much of a difference do you think training can make? Oh, huge! Absolutely huge. When I opened a company, I had never sold an asset, and I, we had our first three options and killed them, like absolutely killed them, because we just made sure we knew what we had to do before we did it. And then from there, we linked into an incredible network called Real Estate Results, which is for boutique independents. Right. Marshall White is part of that group. Obviously, there's some top players in the absolute country that come out of there. Right. And Michael Sheargold's their head coach who looks after, you know, growing and developing these companies. And we got into that business um, very early after about 12 months in and it absolutely shaped us, just great quality learning. And I know Cronus is talking with them and um, they have had some training with the Michael Sheargold group, Real Estate Results. It's it's mind-blowing. Okay. Mm, which is great. You've got to be an independent to be part of that group. Okay. It's just next level of coaching and I know that there is significant businesses in australia who are working with them um and they've just propelled their business so you know other competitors that are other brands that have worked with him as well um who have just had valuable knowledge we've worked so much from him and his team and it was really sad when we moved across um not having that coaching but we're looking at still going to all these public events and and connecting with them which is great yeah cool that's awesome tell me about um I'm interested to know because I often get this question from from real estate business owners because uh, everybody's yeah. got their own way of doing it. But um, yeah. your your in house sales meetings, do you have them? Mm-hmm. How often? Yeah, and what happens? Do. Yep. So weekly we have our sales meetings. Okay. Um, yeah, and we have a fun structure. So we like to start it off with you know a bit of fun, finding out what people have been up to, what wins they've had. You know, create a bit of energy around the start of the meeting because no one likes meetings. So I don't even like meetings unless they're for business or, yep. you know, building a team member. Um, so we'd make it nice and short and sharp and it's only about 30 minutes, <clears throat> 30 to 45, depending on what stock we've come in. We do a virtual stock run so we don't go out and actually see the properties. That just works for us in our market. Um, we actually bring them up and go through them just so it's fresh and people have seen them and they know what's available. Um, and we also talk about general business. So events that are coming up, we've always got stuff on and, and training and if there's any concerns. So if anyone's got anything they want to have extra development on or they want to bring to our attention, um, we have another weekly meeting through the week as well on a Wednesday at 12 o'clock, which we bring all the salespeople and their support people together so that we're, we're catching up once a week. Um, and we've always got a theme around that, which Ty and I develop, but we ask the team if there's something we'd, they'd like us to bring on as well. So it's always different. We've got people coming in as well to... Um, to meet the team. So talking about innovations in the market, um, different people that might be doing some really incredible things. So, yeah, back to sales meeting, 30 minutes to 45. Um, we talk about quick wins, then we go through um, You follow an agenda, obviously. Yeah, we do. Yep. Yep. It's always the same, but we try and keep it fresh, you know, have good energy when we have that meeting because it's on a um, Monday at 10 o'clock. We do right. a bit later because a right. lot of agents are planning their week and locking in 
um, open for inspections and open homes and just their structure if there's any price alignments, all those things fresh from Monday after you've had bulk inspections on the weekend when you've got to create action to get the week set up. So we're respectful of their time. We do it a little bit later at 10. Nice. Okay. Um, so virtual, a virtual tour, not a uh, – we used to call it a caravan, <clears throat> yeah. I guess. But um, Yeah, caravan or – Whatever you call through. it. Yep, so you, you just – what do you do, just like a slideshow um, in the yep, meeting so we room? we bring up the properties on, on REA or on our um, internal site, ReNet, and yep. we actually go through them. So we've got a big screen and everyone's there. It's like a big, long um, rectangle table and everyone sits around and then the screen's at the other end and, and um, Ty's unreal with IT stuff. So he smashes through that and people have a chat and go, okay, yeah, we've got some of that or wow, that's actually good or price feedback's even given then to agents. People know, like our agents are really well educated on pricing. That's something I'm very sensitive of um, depending on what market you're in and what you're selling across our city because it's a massive, massive demographic. Yep. Um, a lot of established wealth and a lot of entry-level wealth, so it's a real mix of people in Darling Downs. Um, so, yeah, we you get all of that feedback in that meeting really sharp and fast, which is great because people are smart. They know what they're doing. It just might be a second voice coming and saying, hey, well, I think you're a bit high on that or, hey, actually, I've got someone for that. So, yeah, it's, um, it works really well. Well, not, not going to every property must be a huge time saver because it's, it uh, I guess, what you'd be, lose a you'd be smashing a through so a dozen listings every <clears throat> week or, or more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, easily. Yeah, and you can crazy. do that in like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. The, we've got everything's well showcased. So you can see floor plans on their professional photos. You get the best look of the property. The agent does a description. So, hey, you're up. Oh, this is what Matt's got. Or, hey, this one's Aaron's got. This one Ross has got. This one Tara's got. Tim's got this one. I've got this one. So you just chat through it. Hey, four, two, whatever it is, configuration, owner's expectations. This is where we want to be. This is what we think. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you can really move through it well. And then, you know, people can have separate meetings after that to go, hey, look, I actually want to discuss that with you further. But we're not wasting everyone's time because time is everything for people and we're just respectful of that. You know, if you're going to have a meeting, you want to actually have an outcome, have an agenda, have good energy around it and a return rather than just sitting there being punished for no reason. That's a waste of time. I'm massive on on that, Yeah. having good quality meetings. I learned that early with my real estate results training, like how to run a good quality meeting and make sure it's got an agenda and an outcome so you're not wasting people's time. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. <laughs> oh, you can relate to that with your business too. You guys oh. would be pretty short, sharp. I think with any business, you know, it's about results and uh, um, but I, you know, I guess a lot of, a lot of maybe it's old school having to go and look at a property but if you've got a dozen or more listings, I'm thinking, you know, that's half a day a week, that's like two full days a month, that's just uh, a, a huge time investment. So that's my big takeaway from the interview already. Um, <laughs> tell me um, your marketing, your property marketing. Can you talk to mm-hmm. me a, a bit about that? Um, I guess it's it's all client paid. Um, yes. Uh, uh, do you give them budget options and where are you focusing your marketing nowadays? Yeah, definitely. Yes to all of those questions. Um, and I would say obviously the online space is very powerful, making sure that you've got the minimum standards, which is in incredible photography, your floor plan, um, video is becoming more popular um, where people expect to see that and good quality video, not just like slideshow stuff. So I'd rather not have it if it's not necessary. If it is, then definitely put it in and have something that's short, sharp and valuable so people see quality. Um, And we are in a regional market where it's got a very strong print presence, but we're very careful with that, big on not wasting people's money. So making sure we use the print where necessary as a closing tool. Um, and make sure that it has impact as well. 
Okay. We also use a lot of our database because we've got such a big network being 22 offices, all company owned. So one family, one leadership, you know, all of us having access, which is incredible to have an open shared database in a company that size. Wow. So it gives you access to a lot of investors, a lot of other people that have looked at property from other cities. Um, That's a big advantage and just really working our buyers. So great relationships with buyers because um, buyers are sellers and buyers also talk. So, of course, I know. I know for a fact there's a lot of um, New South Wales and Sydney investors coming up to Brisbane. Are you getting yes. any of that overflow as well? Yeah, consistently, Toowoomba's always in the top three for investment across okay. Australia right. because we've got so many main industries that keep our market extremely stable. Um, it's a very safe, stable market to live in and invest in, um, and it's beautiful. It's a really incredible place. A lot of people until they come here don't realise what's here. I guess it's like a lot of hidden secrets, much like where you live. You know, it's something that until people see it, they go, wow, I could actually, I'd love living here. Oh, I, I, I love Toowoomba. I think Ruthven is the main drag, is that right? Yeah. yeah yep. And Margaret's a, a beautiful street, massive, massive established trees. They'd probably be two of the central central routes through the city. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, it's the queen of the Darling Downs, I guess. It's um, it's a it's a beautiful spot. Um, yeah, it's big things going on here. It's great. Okay. And like like what's happening in town at the moment? Obviously, we had our airport constructed and it's full powering ahead. We're actually getting direct flights into Melbourne now, which is good. We've just been doing Sydney and a lot of regional areas. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's amazing. You jump on a plane and you're straight there. Um, And the airport's only, you know, depending on where you live in the city, anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes. So it's really close. Um, We're getting a huge bypass through to Brisbane being built, which will take a lot of the trucks out of the James Street run, which will be interesting to see how the market's affected properties in that strip because it will take a lot of traffic noise out, particularly the range side because we're on a hill, so we've got incredible range side views. Um, Toowoomba's really elevated. Um, We've got a massive redevelopment of a shopping centre happening that's full steam ahead that's expected to be completed by the end of the year that links two major centres together just near the CBD. There's been heaps of revive in the CBD with lots of great coffee shops and boutique fashion stores and um, lots of things opening in in centre, which is great. Um, And just, yeah, I guess an overall consistent buzz with people investing in outerlying satellite areas as well. So like Highfields has had huge growth. It's a beautiful market that we do a lot of business in. We love that that suburb it's just high field is the is the newer area just north yeah yeah yep it's it used to be big blocks but now there's lots of um housing blocks and it's just it's gorgeous it's got a great community um a lot of the eastern suburbs are very consistent with growth and wealth even the western sides had a good amount of kicker growth with young people investing a lot of people from um brisbane new south wales even perth buying into there and keeping them as investments so those properties are being renovated and improved yeah i think it's still very affordable to live here too like you can get great value for your money like the million plus market just for 1.8 you'll get a really incredible home um yeah overall it's just a it's a special place people are very community focused here a lot of great schooling too yeah it's We've a beautiful really city cool video I'll, um, just about the city so people can visualise it and see it. It's fairly quick. Platinum um, did that video for us. It was amazing. And well, maybe we'll feature that on the uh, yeah, in the I'd show notes to. as well, if you don't they mind, yeah, along beside really, your, uh, you yeah, on the Husky. I'll put that in. Yep. Yeah, on my moto. Yep. <laughs> for sure. I'll send that through. just gives people an idea if they want to invest here, what, what it looks like and what they're actually buying into. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Emmy, tell me about uh, your views on the future what do you think? Yeah. Uh, how does the future of real estate look? Not just in Toowoomba, but for real estate, uh, for real estate business and agencies in general. 
I think the big thing is people need to be very connected to their clients and have services that help not just doing the property sale or the purchase because that's not enough. That's where Cronus has really built that into their business that once they're a Cronus client, the group can nurture all aspects of the property journey as such. So it means that, you know, they're looked after for their financial advice, their planning, how they build more wealth in their portfolio. They might be coming from tenanting, so leasing their first properties into how do we buy our first property and then establish clients that, you know, are buying multiple assets. So I think that's a really, really big point of difference. A lot of people have add-on services that aren't actually influenced by the values and beliefs of the actual business, where that's the difference with this group. It's a group, so actually multiple companies um, that have a same um, underlying belief and focus on how they service the client and the consumer to keep that consistency. Um, I think that's a big thing because the market's been disrupted and just being a transaction agent isn't enough. No. That's what's going to change in the future. Property service with agents is still very essential. It's a very personalised experience and the right agent can literally change your bottom line. We see it all the time in our business thinking, wow, it was listed with someone else and then you see the return. It's incredible. Yeah. So that's really important, keeping our team's energy right because they are, you know, they're touching people's lives, they're in people's homes. So you've got to look after yourself with that. That service is still there. Um, technology is incredible like reaching people now we have that before real estate app we use and we're getting properties to market four to five days earlier very very big in brisbane um, starting to take off significantly in our market in toowoomba just overall i think innovating you can't be um i don't say old school because i'm very much about face to face and you know heart to heart with people and making sure i'm there but having the access to yeah skype a client or have you know documents with DocuSign, make it easy, really good database technology that's simple and consistent so that you're not losing people and not falling through the cracks and you can effectively communicate without blasting them. So it's connected communication that's quality because people just get hammered with rubbish. So you want to never, ever, it would be better to not send than hammer them with rubbish. Yep. Um, yeah, I think they're some of the key things. There's, there's lots. What are you doing with uh, social media? How are you uh, engaging um, local uh, property owners uh, in Toowoomba and greater greater Toowoomba in your area? Yep. So the team have social pages and I do as well where it's like Emmy Thies team Cronus so that people can, you know, Google and reach an agent in that space rather than my personal feed where I'm, you know, dumping properties on there or results or, hey, we've got this opportunity. So I keep that separate. Yep. Um, so I that's find a, that. That's a, yeah. Sorry that with the delay I keep talking over you. I, I do apologise. Um, but that's um, – uh, so that's as, through Facebook. As far that works as quite well, yeah. So that's that's. I just want to make the the uh, delineation. I guess this is not a personal profile, but a but a, yes. a, a public figure page. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that works well. People still want to know you personally. So there is, you know, key clients and people that you've built really good relationships with that'll add you as an actual friend that you have in your friendship circle. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I won't, I don't put a lot. Sorry, that's just my dog. Sit, sit, <laughs> boy. On the deck. What's his come name? Peppy and Hugo, they're little cavaliers. They're actually in our video for our company because they come to work a bit. Come on, inside. They're on the company video. Yeah, yeah. Does, does that mean they're in the office too sometimes? Does that mean the dog food's tax deductible? I don't know about that. <laughs> Better ask they, Ty. They Better ask the accountant. Well. Yeah, he's pretty straight. I've tried to push a few things past him, but he's definitely straight and narrow. I think working in that industry, you don't want to ever be um, questioned for things that aren't authentic. So <laughs> it's better to keep it clean. So a, um, a director's uh, um, uh, summit in Bora Bora wouldn't be tax deductible? 
Don't think so. I recently went to Bora Bora and that was definitely claimed as a quick holiday. We just spent five days there, which was fast, fast as anything, over and back. We didn't know where we were going until a few days before. Is that where – I've been to the other island. I think it's called Morea. But um, Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Is is Bora Bora where they have the – the little places out over the water and you can look yeah, down in the yep. middle and feed the fish? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. So Did you guys room, do that? Yeah, we, um, oh, how we awesome. fed the sharks. But, you know, it was incredible when we stayed there. We stayed at St Regis. Um, and it is, it's over water. It's exactly like the pictures. You think, oh, we're It's like, rock star, it's isn't it? Like it's way six better. star or something? Yep, it's ridiculous. Yep. We're on the beach we're just chilling out and, you know, they have these really fit, awesome locals that come and give you a towel and make sure you're fine. And it's like really over the top. You're almost like, I feel like I can't look after myself. <laughs> Someone's looking after me. <laughs> we were sitting on the beach talking and, um, yeah, there was a fellow there and he was just saying, what do you guys do? We're in property. He's in IT and he was one of the developers of Tinder. So oh. and, um, he's a Jewish guy. I can't remember his name. I had a good talk to him. Um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was insane. He was chatting about, you know, what it cost. He's like, oh, what did you guys pay? And we're like thinking, wow, you're worth like a few bill and you're concerned about that. <laughs> yeah, that's quite um, a valuable app. That's yeah, crazy. It is, it's very Not that I'd know yeah. anything about it, of course, but... Uh, no, I'm a... <laughs> everyone knows of it. I said the same thing. I was like, how many years of it? Everyone knows about it. Yeah. So I, I was, um, you know, met Ty very young, like early 20s, which was really cool. So we've been able to build a really cool future together and, yeah, just get along great. It's, it's You'd think meeting, like meeting someone young and then working together heaps, you'd get sick of each other, but with our roles, they're so different. I'm like, let's go lunch or we'll catch, we'll catch up for dinner this week because we've got so much going on. You don't actually... um spend as much time you think that you would when you work with your partner. So, Oh, totally. Yeah. And and there is something awesome about building something together. I noticed that yeah. with a lot of a lot of partners in, in our industry, um, you know, husband and wives, men and women who are driving yeah. their businesses. Uh, and you've got this collective collective thing that's um, that's so awesome and you're committed to it, obviously, anyway. You have to be, but it's yeah. kind of it's bigger than the sum of both of you and it's uh, – and it's something that you're both really into. And and look at you guys. You've got, I don't know, what did you say, 30 people and it's... Well, we've um, got another husband and wife team in our business, Aaron yeah. and um, Michael. Mm. Michael's been incredible um, shifting his skills from like telecommunications okay. into that role. And Aaron's obviously helped him move very quickly into it, but they're the same. They love it. They still individually list their own properties, um, but it's it's cool that they can work together and keep that balance. And I know that they really enjoy it because they've got, Sometimes it's challenging, but they've still got the flexibility and go and have a bite to eat together. And yeah, it's great. You've got to make sure the fit's right to make that happen, though, because there's a lot of pressure involved and of you've course. got to be able to separate work from play. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I love working with time. I, it would be strange not working together. Like if we were ever later in life to when we retire, we did a separate business venture when we we're older. Um, not like I can imagine doing anything else because I just love what this industry is doing and what it's about. I would probably, if I had a little cafe or something, I'd want him to work there with me. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Well, look, <laughs> you can you, share the responsibilities. So. Of course, and and you guys are at the start of this. Well, not at the start, but I guess yeah. it sort of almost is the well, start. It's, it's early kind of days. a new start, and yeah. and uh, you're both younger, and and it's this awesome business in a in um and you know like like yourself, I've been lucky to travel, and and I yeah. I still having lived away from Australia now for for eight years, I still find myself yeah. comparing uh, everything to Australia, and it. <laughs> It just comes up, you know, this country that they send all the crooks to back in the day is oh, is still number it. one 
year no, after year after that. year. It's uh, you're so right. We've got like the best scientists, the yep. best sports people, yep. the best culture. Like it's very. We cool. punch above our weight all the time, yeah. Emmy. It's just we do. Uh, it's on. just with the underdogs. I love it. Yeah, underdogs. Yeah, you know, just get down and get it done, and people start noticing. It's cool. I'm going to let you go. I've got one more question, if you don't mind. Yes. Uh, and I always, away, I always like to ask this one of, of somebody who's uh, who's sort of uber successful in real estate like yourself is, is uh, getting there. Got a bit to do. If <laughs> yeah, right. If I'm if I'm struggling in real estate, say if if you and I were having coffee and I said, Emmy, look, you know, my numbers are down. I'm just it's just not happening for me. I'm not meeting my goals. Uh, I feel like a loser. Um, what would you say? What would what would be your advice? What are the what are two or three things? Here's a better question: What are yeah. two or three things I could do right now to uh, lift my results? I love it. So talk to some past clients because you've created great success for people in the past. So it's not like you haven't done it before. Yeah. You're just in a bit of a rut and your energy's a bit down. Have a mini break. Go away. Do some planning. That's the other thing. Get away from what you're doing. Hey, I need a couple of days. Go back. Who am I? past clients I've sold for, sit down, work out how you're going to communicate with them, have a chat to them, talk about their experience, you know, start finding out if they've got people that you need to help with that process as well. So you can lead into that, but just check in with people you've done business for before and take some time out to actually plan what are you doing? What are you turning up day to day doing? If your energy's down, you've stopped talking to your pipeline, if you've stopped talking to your old buyer inspections, if you've stopped talking to your open home inspectees, you know, if you're not talking to people in your street where you're selling, um, you know, reconnect unplug, go and sit down and work out what do I want to do, have massive action that's going to get me results right now over the next, you know, 14 days or seven days, what I'm going to do starting two days from now once I've had this break and then action it, so plan it out. But there'd be a couple of tips that I'd look at straight away because sometimes when you're stuck in a rut and you're staying in that environment, even if it's going to your house and just having an afternoon to reset, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you're really that down, you can't change your energy by catching up with someone that, you know, makes you feel good or talking to another business owner or chatting to a colleague and saying, I'm just a bit flat. Like internally in your office, there's going to be someone who wants to help you. If you're in a good business, there's heaps of people who want to have a chat and help. Don't be too scared to chat to them. Do you ever or do you ever get stuck in a rut? Yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah. Gosh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah that makes us all I feel think. a little more human. Thank you. Yeah, everyone does. You cannot, like, your energy can be on all the time, but sometimes you just naturally question yourself, and that's human beings, you know. Yeah. I think it's it's normal to question what you're doing, and if you've had a little bit of stuff happen and your energy's a bit off, um, I'm big on taking a reset and just, okay, where am I at? What's causing me this drama in my mindset? Really step back for a second and go, hey, it's not that bad. It's not out of control. I'm just having an off day. Okay, cool, that's fine you know, go for a coffee, you'll be right. Or if it's something more, have a chat to your partner or have a chat to a close friend say, hey, I'm just, I don't know what I'm feeling at the moment. It's amazing when other people just converse with you. It could be something really little, something big, and you can get it out in the open. I think people need to communicate more and be honest about how they feel. I was really big, you know, I'm being, you've got to be this hard face as who you've got to be or put on put on the show. The show is important, but it's still got to be you inside. Of course. So it's okay to say, hey, look, I am a little bit under the pump. Things are going really well, but, you know, this is this is what I'm feeling, or hey, look, it's a little bit flat, but I know what I'm doing. My next steps are this, because every human being you come in contact with, like they do have a purpose, and people do talk, and everyone is valuable. So as much as some days you get shitty pants on, you're like, oh, I want to talk to people, oh, I want to do this, just reset and go. Hang on a second, you know, everyone's got different things happening in their life. I can just have a conversation here, and I'll be fine. It's going to be okay. So. Yeah, I think, I think we make things a lot bigger than they are. Sometimes. I think that's really good advice. And um, 
I'm going to I'm going to press the stop button in a sec, but I want to say awesome. a, a big thank you. I think you've got uh, amazing energy and uh, I've you. personally in, really enjoyed uh, doing this interview. So on behalf of all our listeners, I want to say thank you. Um, I'm going to suggest thank everybody you. check out uh, the show notes so you can see Emmy on her on her bike uh, and check out the video and I'll put yep. a link to your Facebook page there as well. So thanks so much and thank you for your time and uh, I hope you have a great 2016. Thanks, Ray. I really appreciate it. Have a good day. See ya. You've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. For show notes from this episode, recent podcasts and lots more, go to topagentsplaybook.com. Hey, um, that was awesome. Thank you. I just didn't want you to hang up because I want you to. I want to ask you if you wouldn't mind doing one thing. Can you say? Because I just want to use this at the end of the interview. Yeah, yeah. Can you of say um, you've been listening to the? Uh, I'm Emmy Thies, and you've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. I'm Emmy Thies, and you've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. That's it. No, if you could do it once more, like I'm Emmy Thies. <laughs> oh no, do, do it however do it you again. want. Do it again, right? Do it. I'm Emmy Thies and you've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. I'm Emmy Thies and you've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. Awesome. awesome. That's great, mate. Thank you so I'm much. I'm to now. Thank you. Sorry Fantastic. Yeah. It's always to talk to though. I'm like, it's always to talk to. Oh, the, so, like, the real estate podcasts are so straight and, and uh, um, I don't know. I just want it to I be a conversation and, and I just the content's got to be hot because if it's not people don't tune in and they just they tune out know. and it doesn't make any difference but you've just given away like you've just shared so many tips here and i just want to say a huge thank you so that's awesome that's okay beautiful cool. awesome. all right well keep in well, touch and uh, i'll let you know before we go live eh? i it'll probably yeah, do i'll awesome. probably do it in a few weeks